0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee.
1: And I'm your host, Danny Morley. And today, Ellie and I are going to be talking about how the more that you heal, you actually become more sensitive. So, when we say the word sensitive, we're not talking about, oh, emotionally sensitive. Oh. We're talking about how your ability to sense, your ability to sense energies the ability to sense things within yourself, within the environment. And this is a sliding scale. So everyone has, they bring with them a nervous system into this life, and they have a certain level of sensitivity that they are, right? So that's a sliding scale. It's not like you're either highly sensitive or you're not. Everybody falls somewhere along this spectrum, Somewhere along that spectrum, there's gonna be you and your nervous system. Now, it doesn't matter how much you heal in this lifetime, you cannot heal away your sensitivities. Your sensitivities are literally a superpower, your ability to to be able to perceive and feel different subtle energies. When we're disconnected from our power, that's an extremely challenging thing, which is what we're gonna go into today, is like when you aren't connected to your power, And you're being triggered by something that's like, oh, I'm feeling this energy and it's activating all of these wounds. And then normally what that leads to with a lot of people is I just want to escape. I want to avoid. I don't want to feel this because it sucks. But when we through this path of awakening and authentic awakening, when we're walking this true mystical path, it's about embracing that part of us and connecting to our power so we can become more sensitive so we can feel certain things and understand what they mean in our lives uh, and interpret thing and translate the energies one of the cool things i always love about this work is the more that you heal it's like you get the what's that thing they had in egypt the the thing that the pyramids not the pyramids the thing that they, mummified you know, like the tombs no when um. they they found like the tablets um, and then they could understand like
0: hieroglyphic gyroglyphics uh
1: the no (laughs) yeah we're getting there it's it's to to understand the hieroglyphics the um the rosetta stone right Mm. once they found the rosetta stone they could go back towards all the hieroglyphics and they could decode them understand them and the work that we offer at msu that's what it's allowed for me in my life it's like it's allowed me this rosetta stone to go back and understand all these energies that i've been feeling my whole life it's like oh, that's what that means. Mm. Oh, that's what that means. I remember feeling this my whole life whenever this would happen, but I never knew what that was. I I was unconscious to it. And so the more that we heal, one, we're raising our, through this work, we're raising our level of awareness, but also we're also going to allow those sensitivities to come online more. Now, Ellie and I are both Highly sensitive, and you could probably even say hypersensitive beings, uh, which we'll get into today. But this podcast isn't just about that. It's about anybody on this this uh, walking this earth. Their nervous system responds to energies in a certain way, and the more that we heal, we're clearing out all of the wounds which are blocking our own personal sensitivities. Not everyone is highly sensitive. Not everyone needs to be highly sensitive, right? But the more that we heal and we're clearing out these wounds, we can allow our true sensitivities to come online. And you just today had an experience with this, right?
0: Oh, yeah, with coffee. I'm you know, I've obviously been blocked for a really long time. And so even I could never really feel what caffeine did to my body. And so the only way that I could really feel caffeine was I have to take something like an at, like a crackhead. But um, I used to take six to eight espresso shots just
1: just
0: just to feel like, oh, this is what caffeine does. And I've been weaning off coffee a lot. I definitely don't drink it as much anymore. You know, it doesn't make me feel great. But today, like I had and sleep well last night, so I went and got a double shot, just a double, just two. And for the first time I was like, whoa, like I'm hyped right now. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm healing because now I can feel what caffeine does to me. And you know, this is something that I really want to discuss as you were talking, because I've made a couple of videos on my Instagram talking about being a highly sensitive person and how it's our superpower. And a lot of people got triggered by that, right? Because a lot of people who are highly sensitive their entire life, me too, have gone through, why am I like this? And what is wrong with me? And I don't want to be like this because we are not the majority, right? So when you're not connected to your power, you see it as a weakness, right? Nobody wants to be this sensitive when you're not connected to your power, because then you can feel how different you are, how lonely it is, how you don't understand why other people are like this. And when I tell you, we need to reiterate this, reiterate this and emphasize this, it is your superpower. We are meant to be the leaders of the new world, but That only comes as we begin to heal all the wounds that block us from feeling that power and connecting deeper to our true selves. And for me, like growing up, I was always like, I could just feel people or like I could feel slight shifts and like Mm -hmm. the way they would like get affected by somebody's comment or like, and I would sit there and I would not understand how the person that like, let's say said something that was offensive to someone didn't catch the fact that like that hurt them. Right. And the fact that I saw that made me feel like, am I just making this stuff in my mind? And am I like nuts? Because I could see that what you just said shifted that person. And yet you're not acknowledging that. And so that made me feel like, um, very alone in that sense too, and like I had to learn how to like shut that part of me off too, because I didn't like how I could feel everything and everybody, and it never se- seemed like people understood me, or even when I did say that, people like, no, no, I didn't, or like, no, that's not what it is, and I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess there's something wrong with me, and now seeing it's like, no, I could just, I was just attuned to subtle energies constantly, and now I see it as like it's such a gift, and I think as coaches too. When we can see a slight shift in somebody, we can feel that. It's like, oh, what's going on right there? What program just came out for you and that? And now I really see it like, man, like what a gift. And Rachel always talks about how. You want a doctor who's highly sensitive versus a doctor that's not highly sensitive, right? Not because one is better, but because one doctor can attune to everything that the other doctor is not attuned to, which means we could probably help them more, right? And so, um, yeah, it's just been such a journey of really accepting that and loving that and being like, yeah, my soul came here as this for a reason. So let's find out the reason. And it's becoming more and more clear to me as we go down the journey.
1: Yeah, beautiful. And um, what's, um, you know, talk about this with coffee. Like, I know you already mentioned, you know, you had a double shot today. So what was it? What was it like? What did you experience today?
0: I just drank it. And all of a sudden, I just felt super energized and super hyper. And I was like, Oh, is this what caffeine does to people? Like right now I can feel the caffeine. I'm just like hyped. I feel like I can do anything. I didn't sleep last night. So I was like, just need this right? just because like, I have a long day today. And just to feel the caffeine, I'm like, whoa, like I have not felt like this since probably four years ago when I had eight shots of espresso. I didn't make it to eight. I probably had like six, but that, and that was shaking at that. But this is just like, oh, this is why people drink coffee. Now I can feel it. And it's exciting because that means like, okay, like now I'm attuning more to like my sensitivity. So, um, so yeah, it's cool.
1: So what's changed? Like what's changed between, I mean, I want to say yesterday and today, but really the last because it it doesn't happen. It's not an overnight process. The last couple of months or within the last year, what's changed?
0: I think I've just been doing a lot more work on myself and just You know, I think there was a period of time, especially in this year where so much stuff was coming up that I really was running a big avoidance program and I didn't want to go into like even a fourth of the stuff that was coming up. It was just too much. And now it's like, no, I'm ready to go into it. Like even this morning, like, wow, like Danny and I had a really long day yesterday and we were triggered left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right and this morning i woke up and i was like i have so much to go into and i could feel this program running up like why do i have so much to go into and like i hate this and and i ca- i called myself i was like bro when you think of this journey like that it will always be a nuisance it will always be a burden it will never be um what it could be and then i had this shift where i was like see this opportunity there's so much stuff coming up because there's all these beautiful opportunities for you to heal these aspects and like become more powerful. And then I was like, Oh, I'm super grateful for how much I was triggered yesterday. And so, um, I am just constantly being falling more into being grateful for every time I'm triggered. And when there's more to heal, because what it equates to is, Oh man, now I'm becoming more sensitive. Now I'm attuning more to subtle energies and like, that's so exciting. And that's a part of, you know, our superpower. And like, I want, I know that we are all super powerful beings and I know that this work is leading to that. And so, yeah, I think that was like the big shift for me.
1: And would could you say, like, maybe it was being more, I mean, it's everything that you just said, right. But being more conscious about, oh, I want to go into this. Yeah. So what you're saying is, and this is why we say like those words, like step, into your power because it is a becoming it it's not as rachel says it's not a an a a passive process it's an active one you have to actively participate in your healing and your ascension and your elevation right and so you're actively now like more like no i want to go into these triggers Mm -hmm. so you're opening yourself up to actually feel what's there and So internally, I'm sure that shifting things and, and now those you're able to feel more because Mm. inside internally, you're finding more power to actually say, I want to feel this. Whereas in the past, it's when we're disconnected from our power, it's I don't want to feel this. Right. And, and this is what happened with me with what I used to use alcohol for. And as Ellie was saying, yesterday was a very triggering day and I really felt all of these programs coming alive of, I want to drink, I want to go for a beer. I'm watching this person in front of me drink a beer and I'm like stressed. I'm like, damn, I, I wish I wish that was me because I know it would just make me relax and yeah. feel good. Although it doesn't really make me do that anymore, but it did for a long time, right? And um, so all these programs are coming alive and the old version of me what, just wanted to avoid that. Didn't want to feel that. And I felt that come up yesterday. I felt the programs of avoidance, of powerlessness, um, of wanting to escape. And instead of acting out instead those programs, instead of following through within that that kind of old pattern, I chose, no, you can do this without that. Mm -hmm. You can just drop in and feel this. And I could hear the programs like, well, you can just deal with this the next time this trigger comes up, (laughs) right? And there's the procrastination program. And I've been working on that a lot. So instead of falling into that, it's like, no, because otherwise I've just got to deal with the same thing I'm dealing with now then. So why not just nip it in the bud, become the first way of one, that's the way of responsibility and just open to it. And it's not easy. It's not easy. And that's why it's work, right? It's why we call it the real work, is because to actually open in the moments when you're closing or feeling the intensity or wanting to avoid, to run, to escape, it's difficult. And uh, it requires facing your shit. Yeah.
0: And, you know, I I also think that the more, you know, sensitive, right? Um, Becoming more sensitive as you heal. I can feel the vibrations of mental programs. I can feel the vibrations of thoughts now, and I can feel the vibrations of, uh, so I'll give you an example. So the other day I was in the car with two people and they were listening to this huge radio personality that I think the things that this person says, like I'm like, ever since I was a kid, like when I would listen to him, he would come on the radio, whatever. I would just feel like it was so gross. Like it was such a low vibration. And yesterday I was in the car and they were listening to this guy. And immediately I felt how low what this guy was. I could feel the frequency of it and it made me feel so uncomfortable. And so I put meditation music on in my earbuds. Right. And I just started dropping in because I could feel automatically like there was a judgment program of like judging these people for listening to that. But also I could feel like how it was trying to lower me down. And so my job in that moment was just to open love the judgment program and just understand and know like i'm powerful enough not to be dragged down by this frequency because mm-hmm. when i wasn't connected i could feel myself being dragged like real low 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 and so i just opened my heart to it And even the other day like i was i had three triggers happen in a row bam ram shabam and i heard my uh, mental program run of you're such a piece of shit. you never get anything right and as soon as the mental program ran i quickly went oh wow that was icky and before, when I'd run those kind of programs, I'd be like, yeah, you're such a piece of shit. You never get, you know, it would just be like the victim and the all all that stuff. And I caught it in real time. And I was like, ooh, now I can feel the true vibration of things and know that it's not alignment with where I'm actually vibrating from when I'm connected. And so that's been really beautiful and powerful in itself, To feel that and then feel all the other programs that are running and that's what's so exciting about what we offer and what we teach in masters of self university like you think rachel like named this organization master self because it was cute no it's literally because we're here to master ourselves we're here to become a master of subtle energies within ourselves and then inevitably in other people in the collective and so to be able to do this now and to really identify programs that are running, you know, I still haven't mastered it with Danny, like I still, but I'm getting there, you know, I'm getting there, but it's been, um, yeah, it's been, that's been a beautiful upside to, um, you know, how hard it is to feel your shit. It's not easy. No one's saying any of this is like easy. It's not. Um, but to have those moments where I'm like, okay, yeah, keep doing the work. Ellie. like, keep going.
1: Yeah. And this, that kind of leads into something that uh, Rachel's done a few podcasts on about how there's these matrices, right? Mm. And so energy exists within a matrix. It has to. So there's always gonna be a matrix. It's just like, which matrix are you living in? Mm -hmm. So we've got the third dimensional matrix, which you know we all, I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you all know about. And if you've been listening to Rachel's recent ones, it's like, yeah, we've also got like the spiritual matrix. There's also the fifth dimensional matrix, like the matrix of oneness consciousness. And so when you were talking about that, like that's, it, it brings up that of like, okay, I can, I can enter this matrix, this matrix of maybe a lower level of consciousness, and that's going to bring up all of my stuff that are still vibrating within that frequency and part of that particular energetic like matrix makeup kind of thing. Or, and I can I can let those play out as you, as you said, like you just let the shame take over. Or in that moment, I can choose. Okay, this is my moment. I want to elevate out of that.
0: Yeah.
1: And elevating out of that doesn't mean to escape. Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean to run away. Raising your vibration doesn't mean to escape the lower vibrations. It means to take the lower vibrations, embrace them wholeheartedly and transform them with the love and light that you are. And that's how we do this Ascension process. That's how we then dismantle that third dimensional matrix, right? We become love in that moment. We drop into our heart. We embrace all of the lower vibrations with our heart, and we allow the alchemy to happen. And then from that, we are becoming, we're raising our vibration, we're becoming that higher vibration. And we're able to enter into that fifth dimensional matrix, the matrix of oneness consciousness. And we do that through our heart, it doesn't come from out there. It's not like, oh, those people over there are living in the fifth dimension, I want to go live with them. No, it's like, we all have to embody it within our own heart. And when we do that, we will alchemize that old paradigm, that old third dimensional matrix of fear, of separation, of scarcity. And we do it through moments like this, like when you're in the car and you're healing, hearing somebody like maybe not say the nicest of things. Do we fall into the judgment yeah. or do we recognize, oh, I'm running some judgment. Let me heal this and alchemize this and, and elevate.
0: Mm-hmm yeah and you know Danny beautifully has um, reflected back to me like these past two weeks I've um been uh, pulled into two very old matrixes right of um a relationship and family and you beautifully said to me yesterday like you know I didn't recognize you in both of those scenarios and situations and it's so um it's I didn't even recognize it until he called me out I was like oh my god you're right like who was I even in those moments and in those interactions. And it's like, I was pulled into these old matrixes and then I became, and I was running the same programs that I used to. Can I was we, in,
1: can we break that down? Would you go into it? a little? Sure. Bit? You to- <laughs>
0: no, no, it's fine it's fine, it's fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So one of them was, um, uh, with an ex-boyfriend, uh, being pulled into that old matrix and that old dynamic. And Danny yesterday was like, what happened to you? Like, as soon as you started conversing with him, like, you slipped into this like version of you I've never seen before. And I was like, Oh my God. Like I didn't even realize like the things that I was doing or the things that I was saying and what programs I was running because I just like, like unconsciously went into that matrix and then just became that, you know, wore that costume that I've worn for so long with him that uh, I wasn't even aware that I had become someone that I'm really not in that moment. And it it was like, I think in the, in that moment when I was pulled into that matrix with my ex-boyfriend, I was not connected to my true self and I was just letting, yeah, all the old programs just run on autopilot and it wasn't, yeah, I didn't like who I was showing up as, yeah.
1: And I, I really feel that whenever I go into a bar. Um, and I have to really be conscious of like, when you enter that place that you used to live in and you used to be so familiar in, it can be so easy to just revert to those old ways. And you've got to like really have that, like, okay, I'm, I'm probably like, this is a, a great example is going to see your old family or mm-hmm. old friends. I'm probably going to be pulled into the old version of me and that's Okay. I just have to become aware of that Mm -hmm. in the moment, and then still choose to continue to elevate, continue to grow, continue to heal what's there. And that's what gives us the freedom to to really thrive and and become the greatest loving version of ourselves.
0: Yeah. And that's why, you know, the healing Journey is so easy when you're just doing a solo dolo and yeah. you know, family is not coming in or friends are not coming in, you don't got coworkers. Like it is easy to go live off in a mountain in a cave and you know, be off grid and you know, elevate, but there's only so far that you can go. It's only when all of these old matrixes and these old people come in where it's like the next level and the next level and the next level. And so um, there was this moment as you were reflecting back to me of like the family matrix that I went to, the next boyfriend, where I was like super hard on myself, and I was like. Ellie, that's not love. Yeah, because you're learning, and it's not like I was. I've been doing this for like years. Right now, it's like no. Now I'm 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 seeing it. And I'm noticing it, and like I've, I was pulled into like an old you know family matrix last week, and even today, like when I called my dad. I like just dropped in and I was like, Ellie, we don't need to do what you did last week. Now you're more aware. Just open your heart, connect back to love, and have this conversation from that place. And it vastly changed the vibration of our conversation um, in that moment. And so, thank you for reflecting that to me.
1: My pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, that's a hard thing to do sometimes in partnerships because sometimes we can see our partner who is slipping into something that um, you know they might not realize they're doing mm-hmm. and they might be showing up not in a place of like authenticity or love or power and it's i had one of the things i had to juggle with is like okay when's the appropriate moment to bring this up and reflect it mm-hmm. when is the right time to say something am i supposed to say this in the moment probably if you're running those programs it would probably trigger a bunch of defensiveness and like i'm not here as your partner to point out obviously yeah. what's what's wrong like that's not what we do, but we are here to have like real powerful, raw and vulnerable and honest conversations and being like, Hey, would you like to hear kind of like what I've seen? And with the family thing, like, it was like, I just gave you the space to, to work through it. And that was definitely the right thing. And there's never a black and white answer on Mm -hmm. what we should do or shouldn't do. It's, it's all case dependent. It's super nuanced. So the answer always lies with wait, let me connect to my heart. Let me connect to my divinity. What does it feel? What do I feel like, I need, <clears throat> excuse me, I need to do in this moment and then live from there. And then if that's the wrong decision, if I do show up and I'm like putting something in your face and, oh, then have the awareness to realize, oh, that maybe wasn't the right decision. And then I can learn from that mm-hmm. and, and bring that into the next interaction that we have.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And it, and the energy you came from was never this energy of like, let me call you out and here's what you need to see. The only way that I could, I didn't run a program when you called it out to me was because you were in this very powerful grounded energy of like, Hey, um, just want to point this out to you. And so that allowed me to really have clarity and see it from.
1: And I'm sure I've done that in the past where yeah, I don't know. Have I, have I, have I come from that? I'm sure. I
0: I'm, have. sure have, I'm sure you have, but these past two times you didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I have, and I've definitely. It's, it's difficult um, yeah. when you start to like see things in other people. You want to like save them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is almost like like what you're working through is like you could see all this stuff within your family, yeah. and you just want to save them. Oh. And ultimately, that they bleh, they can only save themselves. No, you can never save somebody else. Yeah. Like we can only save ourselves. So that is just a projection of powerlessness. If we're in that, oh, I need, I need to save them. They need saving, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you bring that up, I, I have to go into that more. That's definitely showing up when I get into when I get pulled into these old paradigms of like, there is this part of me that's like wanting to save people. And so like, what is the deeper meaning of all of that? What are the, what's the deeper wound here? Um, because I definitely show up disempowering people for sure. That's something that I run. It's something that was done to me growing up a lot, but yeah, there's this, there's something that's wanting to save people. So thank you. Yeah. That'll be my next drop in.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're welcome.
0: Yeah. So to anyone out there, you know, you will become more sensitive as you heal on uh, especially on a physical level. Uh, scale for us too, like with food, it's been brutal. I've had to grieve my relationship with 99.9% of the food out there. Um, But just know that uh, you're becoming more powerful as you do it. And so there are going to be things that yes, have to be have to go. But um, what's on the other side is like 10 times more magical.
1: Yeah. And whenever we're talking about like, being more sensitive, It's not the idea of what patriarchy deems as sensitive, right? Right. This idea of being sensitive isn't, I mean, what patriarchy would want everybody to think is, oh, if you cry, you're a sensitive girl, Mm -hmm. right? And that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah, The more sensitive you become, the more ability you have to sense. It's it's that simple. Look at the word sensitive. Mm. It's like, I can sense that. Whether or not you're connected to your power and emotionally fragile, that's something different. Mm. Emotional fragility is the, the inability to actually feel the, the whole range of emotions. And just normally it's seen a lot in men, not being able to feel anything and skipping straight to anger because that feels somewhat powerful. Yeah. That's emotional fragility. Very different to being more sensitive, um, but it is really important as you're becoming more sensitive to recognize the programs of powerlessness helplessness the victim consciousness the hopelessness that come with the sensitivities because with those new sensitivities that come online sometimes it can it can trigger that oh well now i'm more sensitive i'm seeing energy in a different way i'm feeling energy in a different way and i don't like it and then here comes some resistance and oh well me i'm the victim when that needs to be healed so that those sensitivities can be honed and used as uh, an amazing gift that you're bringing to this life uh, this lifetime yeah. and as i said earlier it's a full spectrum it's not like well you're either sensitive or you're not mm-hmm. it's there are such thing as highly sensitive people we've mentioned it a lot in this podcast about 20 percent of the population but this is a spectrum and the more that you heal you might not think you're a highly sensitive person you might go through a massive healing journey and realize actually I was really sensitive. I've just been stuffing it all down because I was so disconnected from my power. And if I'm so disconnected from my power, I'm not not allowing myself to feel anything, Mm. then of course the sensitivities you can't feel. And I, I mean, with food, this shows up constantly with us, like the more that we heal, the more we realize the energetics of food and what we can and cannot eat. It comes through in crowds, it comes through in different medicines, plant medicines, cacao, coffee, you know, you name it, cannabis, the more that you heal, the more you can really feel like the energetics of what's happening. And it's a superpower.
0: Yeah. And, you know, for me too, and Rachel talks about um, this a lot in her book, Mason's way, the 20 universal ways of oneness. But, you know, when I read that, I was like, oh, I think I'm a hypersensitive empath because I can, I feel so deeply for like things in nature and animals and like ants and things like that. And I, you know, can feel just how much I don't want them to suffer or feel pain and all of these things. And so there are varying degrees of how sensitive you really are. And so if you guys are interested, definitely check out um, the 20 universal ways of oneness by Rachel Fiore, because there's a lot of information about people like us in, in that book. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, To anyone out there, if you're a highly sensitive person, and you want to join a group, we have a group class of highly sensitive people. Uh, If you want to work with us one on one to really uh, do this work, set up a free coaching consultation with us at mastersofselfuniversity.com. We have amazing coaches that are all highly sensitive, that can really help you on this path.
1: Yeah. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't matter if you are highly sensitive or not, like, we've got, we've got all of that covered.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, come do the power within, connect to your power, um, and allow this journey to take care of itself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, please share, subscribe, like, it really allows us to keep doing this podcast for free. Um, yeah, I can't believe we're over like 150 episodes in. Thank you guys so much for listening and supporting and until next time we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.